present something that the Lord has dropped into our spirit, go with it. Go with it. Because you want to receive from God. And, I, and it was probably like 5, 5.30, maybe 6 o'clock this morning. And I said, Lord, I, I want the scripture. I want to find that. I'll need that in your word um, so that we can back it up. And so he said, okay. And I got the, um, the Bible gateway, and I, and I typed in convincing manifestations. And it didn't show up in King James. He said, I want you to go to the message. And I flipped over and told it, said, go to the message and find me convincing manifestations. Did next, this pop-up there just as big as like I said, Lord, you are so good. Why? Because he wants to bless his people. But we have to take it by faith. You know, his word, take his word by faith. He said he was standing on the pavement of something like sapphire. I mean, He's convincing. I mean, he's standing on the stuff that means stuff to us down here. You know what I mean? I, I want to see at our feet the convincing manifestations of the Lord. Why? Because he loves us. So that's the end of my message. So now I'm going to the beginning of it. And um, I just thought you needed to know that. But go with me to Isaiah 9 and 6. Because when pastor told me that I was speaking doing the Christmas message, and I said, well, Lord, what I do, just a regular Christmas, you know, message. He said, kind of. And you, you know how the Lord is. He, he, he and I won't say he backdoors you, but he comes, he comes at you in another area. Isaiah 9 and 6 says, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. For unto us a son is given. A child is born, but a son is given. And that's all God had the muttering this whole week. Unto us a son is is given. And I said, Lord, I, I don't think I can ever see that verse the same again because we had the child that's born, but God gave his son to the world. He knew all that Jesus would have to go through and still unto us a son is given. God knew that his son's blood would have to be shed to become the savior of the world, to be, de to be our redeemer. He knew when Jesus was in heaven, when he said, I'll give my son unto the world. For unto us a son is given. And he was given to become our savior. And it's not just of the, us who accept him, but he became our savior for the world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. For unto us, to us, a son is given. He gave his son. Go with me to First John. Uh, where am I? 2 and 12. 1 John 2 and 12. For unto us a son is given. Hallelujah. And it says, 
I write unto you, little children, because your sins are forgiven you for his name's sake. The Lord God forgave us our sins because unto us a son was given. And he promised and he declared and he decreed that I will forgive you of every sin that's ever been committed. The girl that is selling her body on the street, her sin has already been forgiven in the sight of God. The worst drug pusher, the worst any person in the world, their sin has already been forgiven them. And the Lord said, I'll forgive them from, for my sake. Because unto us a son is given. A child was born, but a son was given. He gave his son for us to be forgiven. Every sin. Do you understand the magnitude of that verse? God honored his word and still honors his word because of the blood of Jesus. Because Jesus shed his blood, he said, I'll forgive every sin. Wiped it out just as if it never happened. All you have to do is ask for the forgiveness. That's all you have. Your part. Your part in this is to receive the forgiveness that God has already said is yours. Every sin has already been blotted out. Even the one you may commit tomorrow, he's already blotted it out. But he says you have to be able to confess that sin. And then he says, I'm faithful and just for his sake, for God's sake, because of what Jesus did. He said, I'm going to honor his blood. Not any good thing that you have done. Some people say, well, if I live a good, clean life, what I call a good sinner, because that's what I, that's what I ask for for a husband. I want just a good sinner. You know, I don't want him drinking and all this kind of crazy stuff. I said, Lord, just give me a good sinner. But even the good sinners, if they have not accepted the Lord as Savior, are going to hell because they didn't accept the free gift. But the Lord saved him. Before I got married, so he made him better than a good sinner. You know what I mean? He made him no sinner at all. But uh, you know, people think because they live so good. Well, I don't do this and I don't do that and I don't do the other that I'm going to make it in. But if you have not accepted the Lord as Savior, I'm sorry. You're not going to make it. But unto us, a child is given unto us. A child is born and a son is given. He gave his son. He gave his son for us to be forgiven. I said, Lord, I thank you. I, I, unto us. Because of the blood of Jesus, I've been forgiven. You've been forgiven. Because he gave his son. Go with me to Luke 2 and 40. Because we're we, we, we really going somewhere here. But unto us, I said, Lord, I thank you that you gave your son. He gave his son. Luke 2 and 40 says, and the child grew and he waxed strong in spirit, 
filled with wisdom and the grace of God was upon him. How many of you know the grace of God is the favor of God? So Jesus grew and the favor of God was upon him. How many of you know whatever was upon Jesus is upon us? How, how, how many of you know that? Because it was upon Jesus, it's been now placed upon us. So now we are going to be strong and filled with wisdom and the grace of God be upon us and the favor of God be upon us because unto us a son was given. Because he gave his son, we now can walk in the favor of God. You, you know, I had to get to the point where I realized that favor of God is what I needed on my life, is what you need on your life. Favor is better than any, any, any amount of money that you can have because if with favor, you may not need that money. With favor comes the wisdom of God, the anointing of God, the love of God. And he makes everything turn out right for us because of the favor of God. And I said, well, Lord, I thank you that he grew, that he's not, you know, we keep him sometimes, we keep him in a manger. Most times we keep him on a cross. But he did, he came down off of that cross. He went down into hell and beat Satan for us so that we don't have to go there. How many of you realize you don't now have to go down to H-E-Double Toothpicks, right? Because of what Jesus did on the cross, we don't have to burn. We don't hear, almost 60 years old, it's hard to say that word. You know, we don't have to burn like the devil and all his imps and all the others who refuse to accept the Lord as Savior. We don't have to go down that road. As elders say, we don't have to go to crazy town. I don't want to go to crazy town. I, I thank God because Jesus went and he fought all those battles for us. And then he gave us, he said, I'm giving you the keys to the kingdom. And favor is one of those keys. That's upon us. And when we, as saints of God, realize in our deaconess, uh, Latoya Hunter prayed the favor of God over our lives. All those areas that she prayed, areas that she prayed for us this morning at corporate prayer, those are the areas of favor that God wants to place over our lives. But if you're not expecting the favor of God, you'll walk around like, um, you know, you're just nobody. That God is not your heavenly father. That Jesus didn't beat Satan and whip him mercilessly and gave us all that belongs to us. And you'll just walk around, woe is me, woe is me, when the Lord has given you everything. Unto us a son is given. He gave his son to give us life, to give us joy, to give us peace. He said, wonderful counselor, mighty God, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, our Prince of Peace. These are the names that they called Jesus at his birth. At his birth, they called him Mighty God. Wonderful. Counselor. Hallelujah. All those things that they called him is now upon us. Do you realize God set everything in motion? In the beginning, before the foundation of the earth was made, was formed, was called into being, he said everything that we need, even for this day, in motion. But, you know, if we don't expect it, if we don't call it in, if we don't think it's for us, all that he said in motion, all that he has decreed over us will come, drive right on by, and stop at the next faithful saint of God that's believing God for it. Drive right past you 
and it'll stop because he says his eyes go throughout the earth. Searching, searching, searching to see who he can show himself strong to. So don't you know how many saints that his eyes searched over, passed over because there was no faith crawling, calling out to here I am. I believe the word of God. I decree your word. His eyes are going searching to and fro to see who he can show himself strong to, to see whom he can show his convincing manifestations to. His eyes are searching. Lord, you can find me right here. Hallelujah. Show me your convincing manifestations. Show out on me on your convincing manifestations. Why? Because unto us a son was given. He was given to the entire world. Do you understand? The entire world. And Sister Malika was telling us, you know, how people are trying to push God out. Push Jesus out of everything down here. But he was given unto us. He was given unto us. Unto us. A son was given. He said, Father God, I thank you for giving your son to us. Hallelujah. Let's go right down to Luke 2 and 52. It says, and Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in what? Favor Favor with God and, okay. So if Jesus had favor with God and man, who else is supposed to have favor with God and man? We are. We are. Why? Because unto us a son was given. I said, Lord, I thank you for your favor. I thank you for your wisdom. I thank you, Jesus, for coming down on earth. And Father, prepare me a body. I'll go down. He came down. That son was given to you. He was given to me. And all that he says is mine, I want to have. All that he says is yours, I want to have if you don't want it. I'm I'm greedy when it comes to the things of God. I'll take it all. You don't have to want it. You don't have to stand for it. You don't have to believe for it. You don't have to confess for it. You don't have to decree for it. That's fine. For unto me, a son was given. It's a very personal. Elder David told us this morning. It's a very personal thing. You have to say, Lord, unto me, you were given. And because he was given, he gave it all to me. See, Jesus wasn't greedy. He said, I'll, I'll, I'll fight your battle. I'll go down and I'll strip Satan of all his power. And I'll just freely give it unto you. All we have to do is use the same words, the same mouth, the same words that God spoke. When he spoke the world into existence, he, as we as saints of God, he wants us to speak. We can speak life to our situations and we can speak death to our situations. And I said, Lord, I do not want to have any more of your breach, a breach of promise in my life because of the words that came out of my mouth. I don't want to do and say things wrong that will cause a breach. And the Lord said, the only thing I can show you is my breach of promise. So that's the only thing I can give unto you is my breach of prom- the breaking of that promise. Because of your words. We don't want that. No more breaches. 
We have to watch our mouths and speak God's word over the situation. Why? Because unto us, a son was given. For unto us, a son, hallelujah, is given. He gave his life. Wonderful, amazing counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. He came to give us peace. I got a frantic call last night from a young lady. She, she, I mean, I I almost jumped with her because she was so frantic. And the Lord said, no, I need you to speak peace to this situation. I said, let's pray. (laughs) I said, we need some peace up in here. And... You, you know, usually when someone calls you to pray, I mean, I jump right into it and I'm ready to go, you know, hard and fast and let's get it done. And the Lord said, no. I want you to pray in peace. I, I, I don't even want you to pray, you know, when I'm high, fiery, jumping. Pray. He said, I want you to pray in peace. And I tell you, the peace of God fell until I felt it. I felt it. And the person on the other side said, boy. I felt that drop, like raindrops. So I said, you, you know, I don't know what you felt, but I know what I felt. I felt the peace yes. when it hit. I felt when that anxiety left. Yes. Why? He said, you speak peace, you pray peace yes. right now. Right. I said, Lord, we need peace here. Right. In this house, yes. we need your peace. In her mind, I said, Father, she needs your peace. He says, I'm, I, I'm, I'm the prince of peace. Call what you need. Call what you need. Don't call the dog if you want the cat. Let's call some peace up in this place. Situations take, trying to take you to crazy town. No, we're going to call peace right here. Why? Because he is our prince of peace. He is our wonderful counselor. He is our amazing God. He's our everlasting father. Hallelujah. He came to give us peace. He came to give us the favor of God to be placed over our life. Why? Because we are his children. We are the righteousness of God. He came to give us peace. So when situations start up in your house, they know we're going to bring peace. We're going to call peace. And don't start no frantic prayers. Just start, just calm on down. Lord, you said you are my prince of peace. But there's nothing missing, nothing lacking, nothing broken in my life. I call your peace. That's what we want to do. Why? Because unto us, a son is given. God did his part. He gave his son. So no matter what you need, it's already done. He gave his son. He gave his son. Our job is is to receive what was given. That's what our job is. And because the favor of God was upon Jesus, it's upon us. And we want to have favor in our life that produces supernatural increase and promotion. We want favor in our life that produces restoration of everything, of everything the enemy has stolen from us. We want favor in our life that produces honor in the midst of our adversaries. 
We want favor in our life that produces increased assets, especially in the area of real estate. Isn't that what we want, Raymond? We want the favor of God to produce victories in the midst of great impossibilities. We want favor that produces recognition even when we seem least likely to receive it. Why? Because the favor of God is upon you. And favor is not fair. Favor is not fair. I don't care who else thought they should have got it. When the favor is on your life, honey, they can all forget it. They can all forget it because the favor of God is on your life. After we pray, um, our sister Janine is going to pass out to you a declaration that I want you to start now as we're getting ready to usher in the, the new year. We're going in under the favor umbrella. We're going in under the favor umbrella. And the Lord says, because unto you a son is given, I want you to go in under the favor umbrella. And you have to declare it. Decide, declare, and decree a thing. Then it shall be established. But if you don't decide it, you don't declare it, you don't decree it, there you go. Right on by. Stop him down at sister, sister so-and-so's house because she's been calling for, for favor forever and expecting it every day. See, if you don't expect it, you're not going to receive it. Plain and simple. It, it, it's just plain and simple. You, you shape your words, or as a message I preached years ago, you frame your words, your world with your words. So if we can begin to frame our world with favor of God, you'll begin to see things happen in your children's lives, in school, wherever they are, whatever, whatever, because you're going to decree it over your family. I want you to do it every day, every day, every day. You want to declare the favor of God over your life. Why? Because it's for you. Because as Jesus grew, he grew in favor. So he wants us what? Growing in favor. We want the favor that produces prominence and preferential treatment. Preferential treatment. I mean to be preferred above everybody else. Don't care what happened. Why? Because we walk in the favor of God. We want the favor of God that produces, produces petitions granted by ungodly and civil authorities. Things are going to have to change on our behalf. They're going to have to change on our behalf. Why? Because we are the righteousness of God. And we begin to declare and decree the word of God and believe what God says is ours. But, you know, we get so caught up in life, we forget and we stop declaring. We stop decreeing. We stop expecting. But they're still ours. They're still ours. So I want us to begin to expect it every day. If you want to see a change in your life. Begin to expect the favor of God to move in your life, to move in your family, to move on your job and your spouse's job, whatever, whoever. For the favor of God to move in your children's lives. You want the favor of God that produces policies, rules, laws, and regulations to be changed to our advantage. To be changed to our advantage. Places we've been looking at, well, we don't want a church here. We don't want, a, we don't want you know, a, a place of worship here. Policies, rules, and laws to change to our advantage. To our advantage. Hallelujah. We thank you for the favor that produces battles won, which we won't even have to fight because God is going to fight the battles for us. 
I'm looking forward to that. What about you? Why? Because unto us, a son was given. Unto us, hallelujah, a child was born. But a son, a son was given. I praise God for his son that was given. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for me. For the remission of my sins. For my life and everything to turn out all right for me because he gave his son. And because I'm going to stand on his word. And I'm going to believe his word. And I'm going to decree his word. And I'm going to walk in the love of God. And I'm going to shun strife on every hand. And not let strife but stop in my house. Why? Because I want the favor of God to be upon my life, upon my family, upon my finances, upon everything that God has is for me. I want the favor of God. Why? Because unto us, a son is given. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I want you to decree this favor confession with me. And I want you, after we decree it, to expect to see changes in your life. And then you're going to get a copy of yourself for yourself so that you can... Declare it every day and read it every day and keep on declaring and declaring the word of God. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, I decree from this moment forward, I see myself the way God sees me. I am highly favored of the Lord. I am crowned with glory and honor. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am reigning as a king in life through the one man, Jesus Christ, the Messiah. Now in Jesus' name, I declare by faith that I walk in divine favor. I have preferential treatment. Supernatural increase. I have restoration. I have prominence. I have petitions granted. Laws change. Policies and rules change. And battles won, which I don't have to fight. Why? All because of favor. The blessing and favor of God. Is in my life in Jesus' name. Every morning when I rise, I will speak and expect divine favor to go before me and surround me as a shield with good work and pleasures forevermore. Doors now open for me. That men have said are impossible to open. No obstacle can stop me. No hindrances can delay me. In Jesus' name. I am honored by my Father. As I receive genuine favor that comes directly from God. I am special to Him. 
I am the object of his affection. I am the apple of his eye. I am blessed and highly favored of the Lord in Jesus' name. Amen. And so be it right now in Jesus' name.